We open on New York City. It is nighttime. There's snow in the air. We get that really beautiful, like, snowy weather shot. The lights are glowing. A kid in her late teens, maybe like 17, 18, is on her phone and she's walking, sort of crouched over a little bit, walking with intent. We get an an over-the-shoulder shot of a smaller child running up behind her, calling her name. Liz! Liz! We gotta go! We gotta get inside! It's after dark! The girl turns around. Anna? Shut up. There is a deli bird nearby, and I am going to capture it. And we can we cut to their phone, and they are, and she's playing Pokemon Go. And she's stalking <laughs> through the streets. Love it. And she, we, see the, we see the deli bird pop up on our screen, just as we hear jingle bells in the background. We cut to her face. Her eyes go wide. She, her, her head slaps up. She turns to Anna. Okay, we gotta go. Get inside right now. And the jingle bells start to get louder. And they're running. And we get that Evil Dead-style, like, thing behind them shot. And the two of them turn a corner. And they become face-to-face. And immediately recognizable from his big teeth. And his goat-like horns. And his cloven feet. And his birch rod. And his uh, basket over his shoulder. They come face-to-face. With the Krampus. Party of One Podcast presents Doctor Who, Krampus Knocked, an actual play adventure of the Doctor Who Adventures in Time and Space role-playing game published by Cubicle 7 Entertainment. Starring Kevin Gallagher, host of the Everything is Awesome and Late to the Game of Thrones podcast, as The Doctor. And your host as always, Jeff Stormer, as everyone else. So we cut back to a New York City bar. <laughs> Walk me through the doctor's introductory scene. All right. So uh, if I remember correctly, where we last left the doctor uh, is he was um, he, he had a small smirk about saving the day yet again. But mm-hmm. uh, he is back in New York City, uh, still in his, uh, I guess, 13th iteration. 14th, is it? The 14th, one after. Yeah. 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 The one after. His Peter latest Paul, incarnation. Right? Yes, the one where he's a, a bald, still not a ginger, still an American, uh, blending in in New York City, uh, and he is um, just, you know, wintertime, he's bundled up, uh, very, actually kind of homeless looking in his in his jacket, fingerless gloves, uh, sipping on, uh, you know, a, a small Glasgow whiskey, uh, just to uh, kill some time and keep warm, really. So you're walking through the streets. You've got your whiskey in hand, and you see the snow start to fall. And, like, you look around, and you see lights on the buildings. And you see this, and you feel the snow on your face. And you, you look over, and you just happen to find yourself at, like, uh, the lake where the, the ice rink where the people are skating about. And you go over, and you're like, oh... God, it's Christmas time. Yes, I, I imagine that uh, as soon as, as I realize this, it's, you know, um, instant chugging that little that glass, finishing it, throwing it behind me, uh, and, and basically trying to avoid any kind of holiday cheer that may be nearby. Uh, bah humbug and the sort. <laughs> so you're watching, you're watching this ice skating, and around you, the streetlights go lit. It's late evening, and the streetlights turn on. Suddenly, there's pandemonium all around you. People start, like, rushing and just, like, falling over themselves to get off of the ice rink. People are running up and down the street. You see people running inside and, like, slamming doors all around you. Something is happening, and something is happening, and it has to do with the fact that it's about to get dark. Just one Christmas, I want to be relaxing and not dealing with these stupid human things that happen on Christmas. Uh, and I try to look around then and uh, find where the source of the commotion is coming from. Okay. Um, somebody, I'm going to say a, like a college-aged 
man runs into you and is like, it's like, what are you doing? Get inside, old man. What for what? What's going on? What's going on here? It's after. It's almost dark. And your points? Jesus, how drunk are you? And he pulls out his phone and he kind of shoves it in your face a little bit. Okay. And you see, uh, like, he, he, plays, he puts in some things and shoves his phone in your face. And it's just news report after news report of people vanishing and reports of a monster in the streets. <laughs> Monsters uh, do not exist, son. Uh, I, there should be no worry. Wait, what proof? These are just people he's, that are getting a little he's too already tipsy. Gone. He's already run off. Okay. <laughs> and uh, I look around and say, guess I'm talking to myself. Um, and uh, I Yeah, you, you look up, you start saying that, and you look up, and he's just, everyone is already gone. <laughs> like the street Do I still have his phone? <laughs> No, he took it for like that's you know like he took he takes it back. You're talking and you look up and it's just empty street. All right, so I, I then uh, again continue to look around and, uh, and and if I don't see anything, I just I keep on walking. I keep I keep okay. to my my business, not bothering Make with these human things. An awareness roll, awareness plus. Uh, we'll call it we'll call it survival. Awareness and survival. And that's I still roll two d six, right? Two d six plus your plus your attribute plus your skill. That's fourteen. Okay. I'm just walking down the street, not minding my own business, not caring about the dead silence in the street. I don't I don't necessarily care that this is odd at this time. Right. So the street is empty. You're walking around, and it's for New York City. Like an empty street is a weird thing. And I, and I and, still, I kind of not like, I'm not even raising an eyebrow to it. I just, I, you know, I'm kind of, I'm not caring at the moment. Yeah. So you're walking through the streets and it's empty. And what you don't hear is the sound of jingle bells faintly in the distance. But what you do hear is a scream. Uh, so I, I look in the direction of the scream. Can I, can I see anything from where I'm at? Uh, it is made like around the corner. So you'd have to like run up and around the corner to see what's happening. Uh, do I save the day? Do I just mind my business, save the day? I'm gonna run to the corner. Uh, blast! Okay. I can't believe these humans sucked me in again. I'll, let's let's check it out. Take a get take uh, give yourself a story point, and what you see is, um, the same young girl. Uh, that was in the same young girl from the pre-credit sequence. Young. 17, 18, uh, dark skin, dark hair, and, like, a really nice, uh, little tight afro, um, being held up by the, by the Krampus. <laughs> Doctor Who will return after these messages. Kevin Gallagher, thank you so much for coming back on Party of One. Oh, thank you for having me back, especially after that disaster of a live show you were part of, so. <laughs> oh, no, that was great. That live show was great. I don't know what you're talking about. I uh, See, you know what? That was a success. For people that don't know, uh, Jeff and I, both podcasters, obviously, uh, both part of the Philadelphia Podcast Fest uh, many months ago. And, um, yeah, I mean, I did a show in New York that was a train wreck. So even though we only had two people in the audience, it was fantastic. Yeah, I feel like it was a good, it was a good show. I enjoyed it. So speaking of podcasting and stuff, why don't you, uh, talk about anything you want the podcast audience to know about all that stuff where people might know you from all that kind of stuff. Reintroduce yourself. Well, so for people that don't know, from way back on episode 18, uh, I am a podcaster. Uh, I'm the host of Everything is Awesome. It's an interview show, uh, more of a conversation than interview, but it's a long-form uh, interview conversation show where I sit down and talk to awesome people about awesome things. Uh, I also host a little podcast called Late to the Game of Thrones, where I have just started watching Game of Thrones, uh, whereas my co-host has been watching it since day one, and I am watching it week by week. Uh, and I'm also, uh, the, the, I guess the other big thing I'm starting to do now is I'm, uh, working on my first novel. So they're, they're the big Excellent. things. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to get into game of Thrones one day. Mark my words. I'm going to watch it one day. Get past that first episode, man. I'm telling you, it's easy watching after that. I, I, one day I'm going to watch a whole, I, I don't, I haven't even seen like the first episode, so I don't know, but apparently it's, if you say it's bad, so I'll get past it one yeah. day. 
I it took me four viewings to watch it. I fell asleep three to, even the fourth time I fell asleep. But that was like I, I, I woke up and I rewound and watched it and finished it. And by episode the end of episode two, I was into it. It's actually a pretty good show. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a shot eventually. We now return to Doctor Who. There's no, there's no like other way to describe the thing that you're seeing other than to say like it's clearly just the Krampus. Uh, so I, I, as I'm looking at this, I, I like breathe into my my uh, my palm and take a quick sniff to see how drunk I am. Uh, and, you're pretty and, and, drunk, but like not that drunk. Uh, not Krampus drunk. So against uh, what normally what what the these this um. This doctor who doesn't want to get involved, he normally would walk away, but because this is a young girl in trouble, hey you, Krampus, what are you doing? Do um, I know? Do I know that it's the Krampus? Like I just, just like I know it by name, right? Yeah, you, you've, you can, you've, I'd, I'll say you know the basics of like the Krampus myth. Like it's pretty culturally uh, ubiquitous enough that you like, yeah. All right, so yeah, I scream, hey you, and I say, Krampus, uh, just to get its attention. I'm going to ask for a roll, and I'm going to make it an opposed roll against its, uh, give me a presence plus, uh, convince roll to get its attention. And I'm going to roll its athletics plus strength. I have 19. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it, uh, it puts down the girl. The girl runs off. You see her grab a, a grab a young like her sister, and the two of them like hide behind some dumpsters. All right. And, and it that, turns back. It turns back to you, and starts approaching. Oh bugger! Uh, <laughs> so uh, I'm going to uh, I'm I'm going to stand there. I'm gonna hold still. I'm gonna hold my ground. Okay. And I puff out my chest a little bit. Okay. Um, make me. Uh, actually, no. Don't make me a roll. What happens is. I am going to spend a story point. Uh-oh. I'm going to spend a story point from the monster to get to do a cool thing. Okay. In front of, from, from, like, from the, from the road in front of you, a cop steps out and points his gun at the monster. Uh, says, freeze. And uh, I'm going to, I'm going to hold my hand out to the, to the cop and say, whoa, 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 no, come on, let's. Before you do that. It, uh, it grabs the cop by the throat, picks him up one-handed, like he still has the birch rod in the other hand, and you see the cop uh, start to glow white, and then disappear, and the light kind of like flies backwards into the bag. There's no such thing as monsters. There's no such <laughs> thing as monsters. I'm saying this as he's picking up like the police officer, uh, and... Uh, the, the final time I say it is instantly when, when uh, the police officer glows white. Right. Uh, and I uh, say, uh, okay, there's a monster. And I turn and run towards the children. Uh, right. And uh, grab them by the hand and say, run, 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 run. All right. We're going to have some good old-fashioned Doctor Who running. We get that beautiful, long, dead-ahead shot of all three of you running. Make me a, uh, make me a coordination and, I guess, athletics roll. For some running. Fifteen. Fifteen. Just barely made it. You just <laughs> barely made it. Jumping and dodging over the trash that's throughout the alley. I'm it sure. is It is just closing behind you. Like, I, uh, wh- I'm going to assume that the little boy is the one slowing us down. So I pick him up and like throw him over my well, shoulder. A little girl. Oh, oh, oh I thought, did, did she have a little sister? Yeah, it's a girl and her oh. sister, yeah. Okay, yeah, so I pick up the little girl, throw over my shoulder. Yeah, uh, you, and you, you, you just make it. You turn a corner, and you see it run. You see it run up to the alley, look for you in both directions, and then it points at a wall. The wall, sort of, a hole forms in the wall, like a little black hole, and it jumps through it. Uh, as soon as it uh, jumps through it, I'm going to um, go over to uh, where, where it jumped through. Is the hole st- is like that black hole still there? Or did it it disappeared up? instantly, but you can make an awareness plus technology roll to study like where it was. It's uh, 17. 17. I'm going to say, yeah, okay. You can tell what this hole is. 
You can tell what it is, but you can't interact with it. Um, if you if had gotten I, an eighteen, you would, if if you had gotten an eighteen, uh, so go go ahead. I was gonna say, okay, if I use my sonic screwdriver, will that help with anything? Yes, absolutely. Yes. Okay, let's, if you let's use that a, sonic screwdriver while I while I examine the wall. Yeah, what does that do? Is that are you using a stunt from it or or its story point thing? Um, I'll use its story point. Okay, so spend a story point and then add a dice, and you'll succeed no matter what. So that's an additional five. Perfect, 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 perfect. Okay, so then you actually um, you're studying it, and it just seems like it's disappeared into into nothing, like it just uh, vanished. But then you take out your sonic screwdriver and you start studying it, and then you realize this is a vortex. Why would a oh, Krampus boy. have a vortex manipulator? Oh boy! And then you think but- back. And you think about the, this is what you get for passing 21. Okay. You think about the police officer that got turned into light. And, and you think about uh, when he picked up the girl and was trying, and like, they were being teleported to a stasis field. That's weird. That's not something an old, old monster would have. Um, so I'm, I'm sitting there kind of mumbling all this to myself. Uh, trying to think, uh, still with the little girl on my shoulder the whole right. time. Yeah, yeah. I put her down. Um, hey, can you can you put me down, sir? I oh, I appreciate uh, yeah. you saving us, but uh, oh, sorry, kid, sorry, kid. Uh, what what was that? Where'd that monster come from? How, why was it after you? I don't know. Hell, you tell me, old man. <laughs> uh, was that the little one or the seventeen? <laughs> that was the seventeen-year-old. Oh, okay, so I look at the little one and say, "Listen." I don't know what's wrong with this old little uh, man, uh, boy child that you have with you. What's what was the monster after you? You seem smart, little one. Um, I, the Krampus has just been taking people. It says that, uh, from what I like, Twitter says it's taking people that are bad. But I don't know. It we all d- know that just like Santa, Krampus isn't real. All right. Well, I just saw it try to. It just took a cop. Have you and ever the, the older Scooby's? sister's like, yeah, it just took a cop and it tried to drag me into a basket, you old weirdo. Uh, have you ever seen Scooby-Doo? We pull its mask off, mystery solved. Uh, and I, so I want to, um, do, I have, do I have anything t- that could, like, can the sonic screwdriver lead me somewhere to, to where I might get more information or? Yes, make me a... Um... Ingenuity plus technology roll. I'll tell you the difficulty real quick. Let me pull it up. The number you're going to want to get is a 24. To essentially reopen that vortex. Alright, so I have 12 without rolling. There's no way I'm going to roll two sixes. So I'm going to have to spend a story point. Okay. And that adds a third dice? Yep. Alright, let's, let's see what happens here. Alright, so that's uh, an additional ten, th- additional thirteen. So I, I I got twenty five. Perfect. You just do it. You you fiddle with the buttons. You fiddle with the. You're, you're sort of aiming at it, and poof! A black hole opens in front of you. A vortex opens in front of you. So I look at the seventeen uh, year old and say, "After you." <laughs> what? What? Why would I jump in? I. You you have no sense of adventure. I can't believe I'm doing this. I can't believe Anna go home and uh, Anna is like, yeah, I'm going home. I'm not dealing with this. <laughs> and Liz um, Liz climbs into the portal, like jump, like just climbs through and is like sucked in, and the portal starts to go, starts to shut. But then, like your sonic screwdriver is able to keep it open long enough for you to step through. Yeah, yeah, I jump, I jump real quick through. You come through, uh, the first thing we see is Liz fall from, like, maybe four or five feet onto the floor, and there's a splash, and it's dark, and there's, like, a single light in the distance that's illuminating this, like, dank, dark room. And, uh, when I land, I want to, uh, I, I want to, like, land, on, like, superhero-style lands... Uh, because she's been calling me an old man all night so that I can put her in her place. Give me a story point for that. Yeah, spend a story point on that. <laughs> That's going to require a story point to look cool. Yep, yeah, stand up, and uh, I'm going to point 
the sonic screwdriver uh, in the direction just to see of that light to see if I see anything. If sure, it sure, sure. Anything. Um, you scan it around. You're picking up a lot of technology. Make me an ingenuity plus or an, make me an awareness plus technology roll to uh, see if you can read what this technology is. So that is uh, 17. Okay. Yeah. You get a pretty good handle. This is low-grade... You're Like, you're surrounded by low-grade space tech. The kind of thing that you would pick up in almost, like, a junkyard. Okay. But, like, there's also, like... You know, so there's, like, wiring, but you can tell it's, like, poorly wired. A lot of that kind of stuff. It's very slapdash. So, so I, I look at Liz and say, see, this isn't the work of a monster. This is all aliens here. Monsters don't exist. I told you. Aliens don't exist. What the hell are you talking about? Uh, and then uh, I'll, I'll, I'll put both her hands on my chest so she can feel my, <laughs> this sounds weird, but so she can feel <laughs> my two beating hearts. Oh uh, my God, you're an alien. This is, this is the worst Christmas ever. Oh my God. <laughs> Worst, you know. Every you know what? Christmas no, the cyber. Christmas. Actually, no. I the Daleks were pretty bad. That was a pretty bad Christmas. Now that I think about it. Yeah. What do you mean aliens aren't real? You saw the Daleks. There was uh, that when the the little. But what were they? The pig people. From, You're right. Uh, there was a pig. Yeah. All right. Yeah. A lot of alien invasions in the last ten years. There have been a lot of alien invasions. All right. I'm one of the Sue good me. ones. Okay, uh, you're one of the good ones. Let's uh, let's head towards that light though. Okay, yeah. Well, the light's just, like, a big light fixture. It's nothing any particularly special, but it's just kind of illuminating this, like... It almost just looks like you're in, like, a chunk of a sewer or, like, a luggage hold. And from the shadows, uh, like, several people come out. The first person they see is the cop. Steps out. Don't I... Don't... Don't... Don't I know you? Uh, I I think you saw me on the street as you uh as the the alien Krampus uh snagged you and and teleported you away. How are you feeling? Uh, what happened when you got here? Uh, I fell down. I landed in some water. Uh, I'm wet now. I'm very wet. I don't like this. Uh, otherwise, nothing. We've been trying to like figure out where we are. It's just dark and cold and wet. I assume we're in. I guess his backpack. That's weird. Oh, that's interesting. I well, sir, uh, I went through a wall, not his backpack. So I don't think it's his backpack, huh. uh, officer. I, you have to have a flashlight to help light this place up and find some sort of exit. He he lights up the flashlight, and it's sort of just like it's just a big empty sort of room. Make me an awareness and make me an awareness plus uh, technology. Ooh, that is a 12. Uh, I'm also going to roll. Okay, so the two of you are poking around. You do pretty well together. Combined effort does pretty well. Okay. You figure out that you're you're looking along the walls, and all the walls are just smooth. Mm -hmm. You see what you can see wiring with your sonic screwdriver, but like, it's all just smooth. That's when the cop gets the idea to look up, and he sees that like there's there's like a what are the twisty the valve valve it's like a valve release almost is okay. up yeah, is yeah. up top. Now we just got to find a way to get up there. Uh, and there's no ladders or anything hanging around. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So, and how many other people are in this room? Uh, there's probably about maybe four or five. There's the cop. Liz, there's like an old man on like a walker. Okay, well, he's useless. Uh, there's uh, a cup, a pair of kids, like a kid, in a, a real, a real like ruffian looking kid in a leather jacket with his hair slicked back, like a fifties greaser. So okay, well, is the um, the valve thing? Is that? Um... Is it any kind of mechanic that where like the sonic screwdriver could I could point it at it and, and try to open it with the sonic? Yes, I'm gonna say yeah. I'm gonna say um, yes. It's gonna require a roll of an eighteen. Okay. Uh, and is that any kind of check or just straight? Um, 
technology and ingenuity. I feel I feel confident about this. That is a 19. Okay. Yes, but. <laughs> oh. Yeah, you um so you have to get like a, you have to get uh below the greaser kid and Liz have to give you like a foot boost, right? Okay. To yeah. get close enough to do the thing. Okay. You're hitting it and it opens and it opens and a ladder comes down. But as the ladder comes down and it opens, alarms start blaring. <laughs> Uh, okay, everyone up, 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 up. Let's go. Run, run, run. You, you know, climb, Liz, climb, you know climb. the deal. You climb, climb, climb. Uh, everybody gets up. You're the, I assume, are you the last one up or are you the, where, where are you well, in what, this? what about that poor old man? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to assume that I have to like assist him up. Like, yeah, like, I, we'll have Liz like kind of, you know, um, reaching down to, to reach right, him right, right. as I push him up. And then I have his walker, uh, as I climb up. But yes, I'm the last one. So what happens is this, I'm going to ask you for another roll. I'm going to ask you for a, a convince roll because uh, what happens is I'm going to, I'm going to flip those a little bit. If that's all right with you, I'm going to have you up top because I, I want you to make this particular presence plus convince roll. Um, well, cause what happens is you get up top and you see that like, just as the alarms are starting to go off, you see that the Krampus is asleep down the hall a bit. Like, you're in one of these long sci-fi hallways. You see at the end of the hall, the Krampus is sleeping. And you see that he's got, like, manacles on, on his hands, but he's just, like, asleep. Alright, so, uh, I rolled an 11. Great. <laughs> uh, I see the, like, so, I don't know at what point I see the Krampus, um, but as soon as I see him, I freeze, <laughs> and, like, out of, out of the corner of my mouth, say, Move very slowly the opposite direction. What did you say? <laughs> shutty, shutty, shutty. And then he wakes up. As the, like, the alarms wake him up, the manacles fall off, and he stands up, and he grabs like a metal bar. Uh, we need to run. Go. As, as, All right. I assume everyone's up at this point. Yeah. Run, run, run down the hall. All right, make me uh, an opposed athletics plus coordination roll. Uh, that is a 13. Great. The creature <laughs> tackles you. I'm going to uh, say, what I'm going to say is that it comes down to you or the old man, and you, like, push the old man out of the way because you're the doctor and you're the hero. <laughs> okay. It tackles you. And it grabs you. It grabs you. Okay. Um. I, I want to straight up kick and hit whatever I can hit. Uh. Okay. I guess his chest area. Make me a, a strength plus fighting roll. This. All right. That's that's a little better. That's a uh, fourteen. Let me remember how attacks work. <laughs> yeah. Last time there was zero attacking. I think. I'm uh, imagining that he's like, like I'm like holding, holding on for my breath too as he's. Okay, I'm just gonna roll. Uh, I'm just gonna roll an opposed strength and fighting roll. What'd you get? Uh, fourteen. Great, he got a fifteen. <laughs> oh god! You kick him right between the legs. <laughs> okay. And he just doesn't even <laughs> blink. He's just. Bruh. And he like um... picks you up. And starts like carrying you off in the opposite direction of everyone else. And, uh, I'm going to try to scream out, Liz. Liz like runs, Liz like runs behind you and grabs the uh, uh, grabs the metal bar that the Krampus dropped, picks it up, and is going to hit him from behind. <laughs> oh, uh, faster! Uh, she does it, clock. Drops you, turns around to face her, unfazed. <laughs> um. Okay. So uh, I'm now going... at this moment, I am gonna I am gonna ask you for uh, one last roll. Okay. Uh, as you're like up close and personal with this thing, make me a very dramatic uh, ingenuity. Okay. Plus um either plus knowledge roll. Thirteen base and that is 23 
23. Perfect. We see exactly... Uh, this is going to be a 15, so that's 8. Good. Um, okay, I'm going to give you... Uh, I'm going to give you the basic gist, and you can ask two questions. Okay. You realize you actually, like, now that you're up close and personal, you realize you've actually encountered this before. And so, at some point in your life, you've encountered this before. This uh, is a creature called a sinter. A sinter is an apex predator, is an apex predator from the planet Yule, a mountainous world in the Hamanta sector. They are sort of like um, mountain goat bloodhound things that hop around the mountains chasing other, mo- chasing other alien creatures on this world. They're renowned hunters, but they're very technologically... They're very primitive. They're a very primitive okay. monster. Okay. Um, so, uh, do I know any kind of weakness that these monsters have besides technology? Um, you know that they're not particularly intelligent. Mm-hmm. And they're not particularly aggressive. Like, they're not... They are survival beast essentially it is not a creature that is looking to hurt anyone okay so in in with that knowledge uh can i notice anything that could be agitating this guy that would cause him to be attacking humans why yes actually you do you notice that it is uh equipped with among other things, like a containment matrix, so it kind of, like, traps it in a certain place. It also has various, like, pieces, like, um, like a computer thing on its ear, almost like a big Bluetooth, that is, like, that seemingly is probably relaying radio signals, but also possibly, like, zapping it if it doesn't comply with those, those orders. So it's seemingly being held in place and used almost like a bloodhound. Okay. Um, I'm going to take out the Sonic again and I'm just okay. going to make it, let it make noise and say, okay. Hey, Hey buddy, buddy. And, uh, try to get his attention and, and hopefully scare him a little bit, but okay. not enough to make him run. Make me gay. I'm going to call it technology plus pl- plus, uh, presence. And it'll be opposed by his resolve and I guess fighting. That is a 13. Eight. You succeed. All right. It turns around and it's a little bit startled, but it, it is facing you and it's not immediately attacking you. All right, and I'll I'll motion Liz to get behind me. Liz and, gets behind uh, you, and I'll say, "Listen, I I know I know your race. I know your people. I'm the Doctor. I'm a Time Lord." He cocks I'm, its head I'm, at you, like hmm. You may not know them by name, last of his kinds, kind of famous for to some people, maybe not you. Uh, I <laughs> cuts see, its head in the other direction and just it gives you a shrug, like. Meh. I point towards his ear while kind of still holding my sonning up just uh-huh. to like keep it safe. Uh-huh. I say, is you know, I can ca- I can take care of that for you. I can take that off. I can make it go away. Uh-huh. Thank you. Uh, nod. Okay, and uh, what I'm going to do is I, 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 I'm going to tell him, not going to hurt you. I'm going to point my sonic towards his ear. Uh-huh. I'm going to take care of the Bluetooth thingy. Uh-huh. The ear thing. uh-huh. Not hurt you. Uh-huh. We friends. Uh-huh. Doctor. Uh-huh. Goatman friends. Uh-huh. Krampus. Krampus. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Krampus. Doctor friends. And then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to yeah. sonic... It, that like, thing. leans in. Oh. I'm going to say this is going to require an 18. This will be technology plus ingenuity. Okay, and I'm going to um, spend a... Uh, th- I think the Sonic Screwdriver has one story point left. Great. I'm going to spend that for an extra dice roll. Uh, you said tech and ingenuity? Yeah. Seven. That's 12 base. I probably didn't need that, but just in case... Uh, that is a, what did I say? 12, 15, 16. That is a 17. <laughs> okay. Um, 
Okay. I'm going to give you a story point. Okay. Um, say that you zap it. It grabs you. And we cut back. And you're all, like, tied up. Is it everyone or just me and Liz? I assume uh, I think everybody else is hiding somewhere else. So it's just okay. the two of you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I imagine there's a conversation going on between Liz and I at this point. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I want to say to Liz, why did you scare him while I was pointing the my, my Sonic at him? I was trying to save him. You zapped him. Don't blame me. You messed I, up. This is on. This is on you. This is on you. Uh, the human you humans are the worst uh especially the ugly little boy ones like you what the uh, i am a girl i you're all the same whatever um so uh worst, is there any worst, way, Chris, worst i'm telling you worst christmas ever it's, listen it's this is no field trip for me either all right uh god i'm starting to think that london is the uh best place to be again uh so um is there any way for us to like how are we tied up together are we like standing sitting uh sitting i'm gonna say sitting uh back to back in that very classic doctor who style yes okay um you hear the the krampus is sitting on a chair looking at you and it's like scratching at the bluetooth thing and you hear footsteps coming from, like, off in the distance, coming closer to you. Um, okay, so uh, can we, like, can I reach, like, the knots, like, that are tying, binding her hands? Uh, make me, I'm going to ask for a roll. Uh, it'll be a difficulty 15. Um, I will say it is coordination and subterfuge. And I will also have her make a roll. <laughs> Okay, so that is what, uh, four, seven, eight, thirteen. Great, you are not successful. Like you're fiddling at it, she is immediately successful and does it just as uh, the figure gets to you. Okay, but in front wow. of you stands a short, fat, green fellow. With a bushy black beard. Now is he, sort of dreadlocked. He's he's actually green or he's wearing green? He is his skin is green. He is wearing like a white t shirt with a black vest. Okay. He stands um, he stands in front of you and he's like he, he stands in front of you and he looks you over for a minute. Uh, and I'll look him up and down, uh, and do I know what kind, like, do I know what, what he is, what race he is? Um, not immediately, like, it's nothing of, he's not a particular, like, he is just some weird alien. Alright, so, um, you know, I'll look him up and down as I notice that he's looking, you know, looking at me, and and I'll say, uh, mind untying us, this is a bit uncomfortable. And he looks you up and down. And at that moment, Liz, like, slips out and is, and is running. And, like, the things are out. And he stops and he looks at her for a second. And he looks at you and he's like, Just put them back in the hold. They're not what we were looking for. Oh, my God. This is the worst what? Christmas ever. What? Listen, <sighs> not a great Christmas for me. Uh, I'm the doctor. Name sound familiar? I know you aliens. All these aliens know the doctor now. Uh, the doctor? No, no, we did. No. Oh. Yep. yep. I, I feel like you know that untying me is a good idea now. He goes to untie you. And he's like, all right. Here's uh, my uh, dilemma. <laughs> And he pulls out a gun. (laughs) If I let you go, if I let you live right now, then I probably am not going to make it out of here. I know you've got a reputation. And I've got a job that I have to get done. Okay, well, if you know, my reputation is a lot of people usually live. And uh, what do you need? What's what is so desperate that you're you have um, enslaved 
this poor, poor creature over here. And he's like and have scratching, been attacking and scratching at the Bluetooth. I didn't enslave. It's a, I mean, it's like, it's basically like a, he's basically like a cow. I'm basically just using him like livestock. I feel like you're, I feel like you're putting a lot on old Zane Nichols. You're putting a lot on old Zane. Uh, okay, Zane, uh, listen, you know, he's, he's clearly doing things against his will. He wanted to be free. The definite, I mean, we don't have to discuss the definition of enslaving, but, uh, what, what do you need that, that you are willing to, uh, control livestock and, and because my hands are tied, he can't see me doing my air quote thing, but, uh, I'm doing the air quote thing. 1400 galactic credits. This is all for money? Yeah, I'm a bounty hunter. I'm I'm hunting a bounty. There's a guy on your planet that I want to bring in for a bounty. So okay. I'm using a bloodhound, and he gestures to the Krampus, to pick up that bounty. Okay, this bounty. What is he an earthling? Is he what kind of is he is he a bad guy? What's He's going on? Um, I can help you here. Oh, uh, I should have read the dossier. He, I don't remember what they call him, but he's like a He's a purple fella with big eyes, and he wears a space suit. Okay, and oh, <laughs> uh, I, I, now I'll ask you, Jeff, as Kev, is this is uh, I forget the name. I, I listened to the episode today, but this is referencing back. Sure is. Okay, All you right, get so a flashback so- of the Zetraxi guy that like you that fled from you in Scotland, okay. and he's just sitting there and and. He's sitting there, he's like, yeah, he's wearing a space suit, he, I guess he's like a time fugitive? Uh, and I hang my head low and shake my head and say, oh, like, uh, not the, the, not him, not him. <sighs> All right. Uh, Zane, Zane, uh, as long as you can uh, promise no harm comes to any more earthlings. We let go everyone you've captured. Uh, we we take off that Bluetooth thing on on uh, our friend over there and let him willingly help us uh, and let him be go free. I will help you. I know who you're. I know who you're after. I've dealt with him in the past, literally in the <laughs> past. Yeah. Okay. And he takes out the Bluetooth, and uh, I'm gonna need you to make a roll. Uh, I'm going to say, well, you can choose to make the roll or not, because the minute he takes out the Bluetooth, the Krampus grabs him by the throat and is not going to is not going to put him in a basket if he gets my drift. So real quick, where can people find your work online? Uh, you can find me on awesomepodcast.com. You can find me on uh, nerdykev.com, thatentertains.com. They're like the three areas of my content you can find. If you just want to sit around and chat with me, uh, the best place to do that is on Twitter, at thatnerdykev uh, is my new Twitter handle. So just um, follow me there, and uh, we can talk tabletop, Doctor Who, all things geekery, and, and I'll enjoy it. So we come back from commercial. The Krampus has Zane by the throat. You are standing there, and Zane looks at you. And he's like, "You said, you said, you said this exact thing wasn't gonna happen." So I uh, say, "I know, I know, I got this completely under control, Zane." Uh, uh, Krampus, uh, put the nice man. Well, put the man down. Put the man down. Um, we, we, I, I told him to let you go. He understands that what he did was very, very bad. I look Zane in the eyes as I said it. Uh, yeah, I do. I do. I do. I I feel that. Uh, he will not put that chip back on you again. And he he or I will ask you to help us politely. And I look at Zane again. Please help us. (laughs) And he Krampus puts him down and... Uh, like the three of you walk over to his like computer system, or rather, I right, I know exactly what happens. He walks over. He's like, "All right, so the only tracking systems I got are on him. So the two of you are gonna have to go down together and and figure this out." Okay, okay. So so, uh, he so you don't know where um your I got it localized to a few blocks in New York City. 
Whatever that is. I don't know what section of Earth that is. New York City. A few blocks of New York City is like a galaxy. All right. Uh, But we'll do our best. Uh, Krampus. I look at Krampus. Um, We're not going to go with the tactics that Zane had you do. We're not going to hurt the humans. Give you a thumbs up. And um, is there like a picture of um, I forget the purple guy's name from the last one, but whatever. I don't I remember his exact name. I remember his species name, but I don't remember his name. So, yeah, like he pulls up a picture. You recognize him. You roll your eyes and we cut to Earth. Um, we get like a cute little montage of the two of you like stalking around Manhattan. <laughs> uh, I imagine I, there's got to be a point where like. We like we run into like some like store as we're walking by that has like some sort of stuffed animal that looks like mm-hmm. Krampus. Uh, maybe it's even a stuffed Krampus doll if that's a thing. Yeah. Uh, and, and like uh, like a little Dreamweaver plays maybe, <laughs> and uh, and I have to like tug him along. Yeah. On, we get Krampus. a lot of that. And roll me an ingenuity plus technology roll. Uh, it'll be a difficulty of like 14 right. to track this guy down with okay. with uh, the Krampus's technology. Okay, so this... I, I don't think I can fail this. I think my base is a 12, so... As long as I get snake eyes. Oh, and we have... Uh, we have 22. Great. You succeed effortlessly. Um, so what happens... At, what ends up happening is... We, we get this montage. The last thing that we see is you, um, you like walk into a room and the Zatraxi is there and he's got, he's building like a time machine and he looks up at you and he's like, Oh, it's you. I don't have anything. I've dealt with you before. Be gone. Be gone, peasant. And then the black hole forms behind him and the Krampus steps out and he hears it and he's like, be gone, peasant. What was that? What was that? No- uh, and we cut, and he's wearing the, uh, he's wearing ha- the manacles. Uh, and uh, so, uh, I'm going to ask, uh, I guess Zane, I'm going to assume we're all in the same room at right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, we cut back to the ship a few moments, like a little while later. Exactly what did, uh, my old acquaintance do to land himself in such a pickle? Uh, he was apparently trying to sell, uh, like, time machine equipment. And that's real illegal. You're not supposed to do that. And I, and I like, look... What? Yeah, I was gonna say, I look at the purple guy, and, uh, I just shake it, shake my head and said, have you learned nothing in, you know, 900 years? Nope. <laughs> uh, uh, well, I hope, Zane, you take him away, uh... You know, we nearly lost the entire planet because of him uh, several hundred years ago. So make sure he doesn't get away and cause any more trouble. Uh, I am. Yeah, sure. I'll take. I'll, I'll take. I'll make sure that he's real. He's relocked up, real secure. Don't you? Don't got nothing to worry about. Um, and with, with, uh, with that, I, I take a little. Um, there's like the tone of his voice. It kept like it. It. it, it captures me for a moment but uh, i look at the uh the night sky and i say never mind this is the worst christmas ever <laughs> and uh and, and i i turn around and uh and i look at the krampus and say look at him and say what want to go on an adventure <laughs> i mean the two of you walk into the tardis um as you're about to close the door, like a foot catches it, like a human foot, and you open it, and Liz is standing out there with her arms crossed. You left me on a spaceship. <laughs> oh, right, right. Well, you clearly found your way out. Uh, or are we still on the spaceship? <laughs> you're, you're on the spaceship getting onto the TARDIS. She blocked your foot from closing the TARDIS door, and she walks in. So, this is bigger on the inside. Okay, that's what that's they weird. all say. Uh, you're, you're a very weird man, you know that? Oh, you've only seen the beginning of it. I think things are starting to look real up as I put my arms around Krampus and Liz. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you pull the lever, we get the closing credits theme, uh, and that's Doctor Who. 
Oh my god. Uh, I, I can't tell you how much uh, I, I love this game. If nothing else, because you should be a writer of Doctor Who. Cause I, I've watched a lot of Doctor Who. Uh, it is... Uh, Thank you so much for having me on, Jeff. Oh, thank you. Uh, thank you for coming on. Yes, and at thank least you I for know, suggesting this. This was your idea. Yeah, and I, at least I think I know I have at least a yearly gig with Party One. <laughs> uh, if nothing else. Yes, if nothing else. Oh, that was great. Thank you for listening to Doctor Who Krampus Knocked, a Party of One production. Special thanks to Kevin Gallagher for coming on to the show. His work can be found at thatentertains.com, and he can be found on Twitter at thatnerdykev. Be sure to give him a follow. Then, be sure to follow Party of One on Twitter at Party of One Pod. Like the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash partyofonepodcast. And, if you love the show, consider backing it on Patreon at patreon.com slash partyofonepodcast. Also, be sure to check out All My Fantasy Children, starring Party of One star Jeff Stormer and Aaron Catano where they take your listener prompts and turn them into wonderful role-playing game characters. Party of One is produced and edited by Jeff Stormer and Jen Frank. Music for the show comes from The Waitresses, Christmas Wrapping, and from the BBC. If you'd like to inquire about advertising rates or featuring your game on the show, send me an email at partyofonepodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, thank you for listening, and remember, bow ties are cool. <laughs> <laughs>